In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in, to kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the January 13th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based message force multiplier of current events compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And now the news. Did you see that little smirk on, uh, on Bush's face on Sunday? You know when he was doing that interview and he was which he was, they, wait, he was, he's, which one with Fox News? Yeah, I don't know, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you see? I mean, they're they're asking him about torture. Yeah. And and right, did you see when he smiled? No, I didn't but notice he, that. He, he, he had this little smile and he said, "Well, of course we got a legal opinion." Yeah, yeah, we got an illegal opinion. He he needs an illegal opinion to determine whether he wants to torture somebody or not. You know, not, he wants he wants to be sure he's covered in case. Uh, Michael Haas and uh, Vincent Bugliosi come after him. Which they well, looks like they will. But I just so. to be clear about this, I was watching uh, uh, one of those news programs last night. Jonathan Turley was on, expert, legal expert from Georgetown University. And he said, there is a, that's not a defense. That's, not, that's the Nuremberg defenses. I was just following orders. Or, yeah. there's, another, there's another term that he used, and I can't remember what it was. But essentially it's, it says, if a, an attorney says it's okay, yeah. then you can use it as a defense. And the courts have ruled you can't do no, that. No, no. You can't it's do that. It's bad counsel. You just, yeah, just because you got an attorney to say it was okay to do yeah. it doesn't make it legal. Yeah, Shouldn't that mean that your attorney is also uh, up for war cr- uh, criminal charges? Well, look who they got. They got a couple of hacks like Alberto Gonzalez and this uh, John Yu guy uh-huh. to say it was okay. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And that's you're going to base the, the policy of the United States of America to torture people on these hacks? Yeah. And, on the and, opinion of two hacks? And Bush is pretty much admitting yeah. That he tortured. He's, it is. You know, he, this is what, weird. what he said is that he no, he asked what tools were available to him. Yeah. And and then he said, and is that tool legal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Is, well, you know what? These guys are they're they're so arrogant. They're so cocky about this stuff that both he and Cheney are running around telling anyone who will listen, "Yeah, we did it. What are you going to do about it?" And uh, somebody's going to do something about it. And this is very disconcerting. <laughs> Yeah. The problem that we're experiencing right now for you listening no, no, is no, no, no. Let me okay. just explain. Yeah. Is it that uh, Nathan and I are forced to look at one another for yeah. the entire program? And yeah, this and, is, and I'm forty uh, feet away from Mike. And this is, yeah, you know, this I, is, we're I'm not another, used to I'm that. Try and move the mic closer to Mike, <laughs> but this this distance. Oh, I don't. Okay. I don't think I could throw a strike. Is you know. Yeah. No. This from, is a tough. It's a t- yeah. It's a tough pitch for me. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that's Bush. Yeah. And and you in one of the first acts of Congress last week, John Conyers, who's the judiciary. The Judiciary Committee Chairman yeah. proposed legislation to create a panel of outside experts to um, pursue the Bush administration under claims of unreviewable war powers, including torture of detainees and warrantless wiretaps. They're going to look into this. Yeah, they're going to look into that stuff. However, the yeah, Obama administration will not focus on prosecuting government officials who practiced illegal torture of, or war crimes. That's what uh, Obama said. During an interview, you, you know, though he added, yeah, okay. though he added that prosecutions and independent commissions have not been ruled out completely. Oh, we'll see. I uh, think this might be a little bit of positioning, and I'm hoping it is. Yeah. That so he Obama can say, saying, "I'm above the fray. I didn't pursue this. It's not a political agenda here. <laughs> yeah. It's not about me." Yeah. And and I do think that whether or not Barack Obama thinks it's okay or not to pursue this, I really don't think that this is his call. I think that this is something that transcends uh, yeah. a, 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 a narrow, limited national interest 
on the on a politician's part to not stir up a hornet's nest. The fact is, these are principles that need to be supported and and uh, with upheld. And uh, and uh, I don't care what Barack says on this one. Actually, I mean, it does yeah. have an impact, but I think that it. Well, needs I'm hoping to... it's a position. Yeah, I hope that he's right. taking here. And I that, hope you're that right. He'll he'll he will not fight it. Right. He will just uh, <laughs> give his opinion that he's not going to, you know, uh, completely. Wave the flag and stand out in front on the charge. Yeah, I, I wish yeah. I, I wish that Barack would send more encouraging signals than discouraging signals at this point. I don't know what he's going to do in a week, but well, he's got that. Yeah, uh, I, you I, know, as far, as, far yeah. as Rick Warren, he's balanced him out with, with the, uh, the first the, uh, the gay Episcopal, uh, yeah, Episcopal gay bishop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's pretty cool. Yeah, and he has the the uh, uh, first woman woman to ever preside over any sort of invocation at another function. Okay. I mean, it's like it's he okay. happened to give Warren like the the star spot. Yeah, he did. And but again, the backup cast yeah. is solid. OK. Yeah. All right. It's like you got a movie mm-hmm. and say you got uh, who in the lead, you know, well, you put you put you Reeves in the lead. Yeah, I was gonna, or but, you put Steven Seagal in the yeah. and then you've suddenly you've got Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman and Meryl Streep and, and Christopher Walken. Christ- you got. Yeah. OK. All right. OK. All right. I'll go see it. I'll go see it. want to see what they do with yeah. this clown. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. All right. All right. All right. It was revealed that a little notice provision buried in the Bush administration's $13.4 billion loan package to General Motors will prohibit <coughs> the United Auto Workers from launching a strike as long as the company receives funds from the federal government. Okay. Yeah. I, I would assume that that means that the, the Bush administration thinks of unions as un-American. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah. That's what they've done. Uh-uh. Israeli forces moved slowly into Gaza's most densely populated areas as a continued air and ground attacks on Hamas. Yeah. And this is the uh, kind of the clincher story of the week regarding the Gaza Strip that photographic evidence emerged that proved that Israel has been using white phosphorus shells during the offensive. Now, white phosphorus is is not a pleasant type of... It can be anti-civilian. Because it, it, it's, it's patently anti-civilian. Uh, I mean, it is. Well, intent, it, well, they said the the intent of it is to provide a smokescreen to allow troops to move around undetected. Yeah, well, yeah. you burn a civilian as a smokescreen. Well, yeah, you've got burning <laughs> civilians along the perimeter. They can't see you. So, no, it's, this, it's sticky. I, I, it, I, it is. It's, it's a like, sticky white substance that blows out like a powder on fire yeah. and attaches to your skin and severely burns you. Well, and actually, it's kind of akin, if anyone remembers napalm from, from the uh, the Vietnam War, which was essentially the same thing. It was an anti-personnel weapon. And what it does is, as you said, it spreads out. It hits your skin. And until you deprive it of oxygen, yeah. which means you either have to drown it in water or put you know mud or something on it, it burns all the way to the bone. Yeah. Uh, and it's severe burns, and it is, uh, and it is being dropped everywhere. I would call to the bone a severe burn. Yeah, that would be a severe burn. And this is obviously an anti-personnel weapon. <laughs> and the fact that the Israelis have gone out of the way to deny that they're using it, mm-hmm. even though it, there's enough evidence. And by the way, there will be canisters of this stuff laying around, so they can deny it all they want. It's not like the uh, Palestinians are firing it on themselves to make it look like the Israelis are doing this. They're, it's yeah. obvious that they have been doing that. So we'll find out soon enough. And uh, another another instance where the Israelis are are perpetrating uh, what is really a war crime against the Palestinians at this point. So. Right, you are. The not, UN's not huh? that lo- not that launching rockets on civilians isn't a war crime as well. So I'm going to be. Well, war is a crime. 
Yeah. yeah. I believe. The U.N.'s main aid agency suspended its operations in Gaza because its staff have been hit by Israeli attacks. So you don't have any aid going into Gaza. Yeah. They have kind of a mess over there. Well, they have like, didn't they give them like three hours? They have a three-hour opening. They're allowed to take uh, as many supplies as you can take to a million and a half people in a three-hour window and a corridor. It's really a very specific area that they can take these supplies in. Hmm, the nation's official unemployment rate. Oh, by the way, I have one what? story real quick, and I hate yeah? to interrupt you, pardon me, but uh, there's a, a story that's been circulating. I haven't heard anything about it in mainstream press mm-hmm. about the uh, the Gaza Strip's access to natural gas and oil reserves off yeah. the coast of Gaza. Do you know about this? No. Well, this has been speculated, speculated, as you would say, for mm-hmm. quite some time that that the uh, Israelis have blockaded north, south, east, west, all around Palestine, uh, Gaza, not allowing anything in or out. And one of the consequences of this is that it has prevented the, the uh, people of uh, Gaza to access to uh, oil reserves that were, get, were essentially sold to them by British Gas, a BG group, many years ago. And the speculation is that, the, that there's a 1.4 trillion cubic feet of natural gas uh, valued at approximately $4 billion. And it's off the coast of Gaza. It's their, it's their property. And yeah. that the Israelis, this is going to eventually, and it'll eventually come out, that the Israelis are trying to undermine the ability of the, um, of the people of Gaza to have access to this. And this is going to be one of the things that's going to happen uh, in, in order for them to, to leave, is for them to sign over some of the rights to this, uh, this gas and oil. So yeah. I want to, I've got a long story here I'm not going to get into, and it's a long history, but... There you go. Did I say anything about the nation's unemployment rate? Uh, you did not, although I think you're going to. I'm, I'm good. I think I've, I've got this mic to work. Uh, you, you know, it just sounds like a faint echo uh, looking at the board here. So, well, I'm going I'm to move. There you go. 200 feet away. There you go. Well, yeah. You are fast. Mm-hmm. You, you haven't lost a, uh, any of your. Well, quickness. I'm wearing this. You know, I'm on these. This, these chairs have uh, little wheels on the bottom of them. Yeah. And the studio is slanted downhill. <laughs> This downhill, so it's, you know, it's, it's pretty time. easy. Don't spill your coffee in here if you're on the other end of the uh, of the the studio. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see that happen. Uh-uh. Because it hurts. The nation's official unemployment rate jumped to 7.2 percent as employers estimated over 500,000 jobs in December were gone. How many? They eliminated 500,000. Yeah, they eliminated them. Right. They didn't estimate. In all of 2008, 2.6 million jo- uh, people lost their jobs. Yeah. That's the largest slump since 1945. Since 45. Yeah. That's, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but the math on that is about, 50, about 64 <laughs> years. That's the math on that. No, no, this is just a, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not exactly a tough problem. It isn't there, a right? tough problem. Yeah. But let me just say this. We've talked about this before in relation to the employment rate and all that kind of stuff, that the estimate is that the U.S. economy has to add somewhere around uh, a couple hundred thousand jobs a month in order just to maintain the population base that that mm-hmm. rate has to you have to add that many so when they say we we've we haven't we haven't been gaining any jobs yeah. we haven't cut back 2.6 million really the net loss is much greater than that and i'm not going to try to do the math on that right now but it's a lot so um 13.5% people are still looking for jobs if they're added into the uh, account 13.5% unemployment now in the US is that the the other yeah. the real figure the real figure yeah and uh, they lost, what I say, 2.6 million jobs wow. this year. Um, two million, they're expecting two million uh, this year. Wow. Last year, this year. Wow. 2.6 in 08, 2 million in 09. 
The military contractor Boeing announced it would eliminate 4,500 jobs just not to be out down there, just in the Washington area. Oh, in the Washington. That's Boeing. Yeah, Boeing. Just in Washington. Boeing is one of the main uh, employers for that part of the world. U.S. health officials finalized guidelines that would allow pharmaceutical companies to tell doctors about unapproved uses of their medicines. That's that's so stunning, and so I completely such a surprise that the Bush administration would allow them to do that. Actually, maybe that isn't a bad. I don't know. I don't know about this one. Maybe there are un, you know, unintended good consequences of some of these drugs. Well, the I think. Thing you have to take into account yeah, I'm not is sure. that most drugs aren't developed for the disease that they cure. They're just developed. Yeah. And they trust them on any number of things. Yeah. And if they grow hair yeah. and it, it ended up being a, uh, you know, they, they thought it might cure cancer and it ends up growing hair, yeah. they're fine with that. That's fine. And That's then they fine. could go and tell somebody, oh, by the way, this yeah. may cure cancer. That's yeah. what. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. They, they, there's so much money that goes. There's so much money to be made on these drugs once they're developed that uh, they'll. I'm sure they'll, they'll pull out a lot of different. Things. That's why uh, I usually take large doses of cannabis to cure anything. Oh yeah, um, yeah. so preventative. A preventative. Huh? You take the preventative approach, and I I appreciate that. India and Pakistan. Mm-hmm. This is an interesting story here. In an expensive winner-take-all race to tap the power of the Kishanaganga River. Yeah. In Kashmir, yeah. are separately aiming to build large hydroelectric projects just seventy kilometers apart on the same river. Ooh, yeah. They, one's on you know the river goes into Pakistan. They're building it there. The river goes into India. They're building it there. Okay, yeah. it's just, <laughs> so I don't, I'm, I'm not. I don't know the geography, but it sounds like Pakistan's going to be the one that benefits most mm-hmm. from this. You no, know, they're just kind of block up the. Yeah, uh, they're going to clog it up before <laughs> the, before it gets to yeah. India. But I also I, I have, see a war in the making. I was just going to say I have this. Really bad feeling about the uh, <laughs> about the, the uh, ability of the Pakistanis to complete this dam, mm-hmm. and uh, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't, but I wouldn't bet a lot on that. Use of nuclear weapons no. in in that area might be. On well, the dam. honestly, this is one of those situations where I, is this a UN issue where who has water rights to a, to to uh, to a river like this? I don't, I don't know. How I don't know. dispute like that. European leaders announced a breakthrough deal with Moscow for Siberian gas to go into Europe. And then just today it was announced that... Just so they can cut it off? The gas giant Gazprom, that's Russian. Yeah. What an interesting said story they that they had blocked the gas deliveries to Europe. Yeah, Ukraine's going to block them. <laughs> I was going to say. So it's going back and forth. And yeah. meanwhile, yeah. it's getting cold there in Europe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, 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 they're in a bit... I know they're, part of this is they're in a dispute with the Ukrainians over, mm-hmm. over whether or not the Ukrainians are actually not siphoning off some of it on their own, mm-hmm. and is it actually getting over to the to the customers that that have uh, contracts for it. They're doing that thing, you know, where they put the hose in the tank? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they suck, suck on it, it. yeah. <laughs> the Venezuelan government reversed course and announced that uh, it would continue to provide free home heating to the U.S. Well, they pulled it. To the poor, that they, is. yeah. They, this is uh, Chavez has a program where they subsidize the heating. He pulled that it and then he the put road, it and then yeah. reinstated it like a week later or something or two. A I think weeks. it was two days. Two as days, a okay. Of fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Or after it was announced. Yeah, know. he said all right. And in pirate news, Mike, I know. You well, like this is. This. I mean, just the economic impact. This is fairly significant. Price of gas has dropped so much. A lot of these com- countries who were banking on this largesse that was coming in from all the you know the the one hundred and twenty dollar barrel oil is gone. So for him to continue this, I think, uh, speaks well for him. Okay. Pirate news. <clears throat> you got the pirate news. Oh, here. You got the the U.S. Fifth 
fleet announced the launch of a new international naval force to fight pir- privacy. Yeah. Piracy, that is. I, I'm thinking of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Mari yeah, Frank. Mari yeah, Frank, you've uh, got Mari uh, Frank on the brain. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to fight piracy in the Gulf of Aden and the Indian Ocean. Uh, as this as Somalia pirates freed a Saudi super tanker. Oh, that they big got, one that they, they had. They got their $3 million ransom for oh, that. that. There you go. Huh? Cost to do in business now. Ooh. Wow. That's a, wow. You know, Blackwater, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago. Blackwater wants to put their own little boat in the in this mix. Mm-hmm. They're going to fight pirates, yeah, too. I'm, uh, I'm fighting pirates. Actually, you know, it, it sounds a little bit nicer to be a pirate. It, yeah. It, you know, do you want to fight a pirate or do you want to be a pirate? Yeah. Well, just being out on the high seas, I know, you know romantic the wind, the wind to your back, and you yeah. know, and you see them off the distance. You got your 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 got your knife between got your pirate and your peg, and you got your knife in your teeth and, and your, your hook, and, and, the, and yeah, and you got the wind, and you in got your long face, hair, and, long and you look like Johnny Depp, and you look like Johnny Depp. And What's then, wrong with that? And then somebody opens up with a with a blast of AK forty seven, and you're not there anymore. You're in the water, and hmm. you're fishing. The House passed the Lilly Ledbetter Fair Pay Act, which boosts a woman's ability to bring pay discrimination lawsuits. This is based on that woman who... Go ahead. So they passed that. Yeah. yeah. And, and Supreme Court had, had voted this down. Yes, they did. So uh, good for the House. What a horrible decision. Yeah. What an absolutely conscionable decision. Mm-hmm. This woman was rejected because she found out like many years after the fact that she was getting uh, less of a pay raise than her male counterparts doing the same job. Uh-huh. And because she didn't know about it for many years, because she didn't complain w- within 180 days, within 100, yeah, six months of when it when she of when it, it first it happened. Yeah. So she just starts with the company. She's getting paid. Yeah. She finds out 10, 15 years later, what, all these people are getting a lot more money, uh-huh. a lot greater pay raises, same pay grade, same you know reviews and all the rest of it. But they're just getting more money because they're men. Yeah. But because she didn't know about it in the first six months, yeah. they said, "Sorry, you have no standing." What a ridiculously <coughs> bad, bad decision. All right. Representative Edward Markey was awarded a key energy and environment leadership post in the House. Oh. So he's going to be one of the top guys there. Ed Markey's he's a, a good se- man. Yeah, 17-year congressman. He's going to be uh, the chairman of the House Energy and Commerce Committee, subcommittee on energy and environment. That's a big deal. Yeah, I like that. Uh, he's, uh, he's been out in front of uh, against nuclear power and for more fuel-efficient cars. Uh, this is a guy in a powerful position. Good, now. Yeah. they got that one right. Rod Blagojevich was yeah. impeached. Yeah, by an overwhelming margin in his state house, and <laughs> what was it 114 to one? Yeah, yeah, he got that one. would be overwhelming. That's pretty much overwhelming. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's going to face trial now yeah. in the state senate, yeah. the uh, Illinois state senate. Yeah. Uh, did you adjust your rabbit ears on your TV? Not you yet. Know? I know you I know? need to because, because of, coming up on February 17th. Yeah. Well, they were going to switch yes, from analog to digital, but President-elect Barack Obama says maybe we ought to postpone this a little bit because not everyone's ready. Yeah. And uh, there's I, millions I, of people that aren't ready for this. I well, mean, they'll never be ready. There are some people that just are born not ready, like well, you, for instance. Well, like, like me, yeah. That's why I, I love about... I love having my rabbit ears. I love running around the house trying to get that signal. Mm-hmm. I got the TV in one hand. I'm scampering around, with it, and I'm doing that whole thing. I'm, it's like the uh, that antenna is like a yep. wind, like a windshield wiper. I'm yep. just swiping it back and forth until I can pick up uh, Wheel of Fortune and <sighs> uh, and uh, you know Match Game. Their budgets in crisis. Governors, legislators, and prison officials yeah. across the nation. They're making uh, considering policy changes, which should make you happy. Mm-hmm. They don't have enough money. So we're talking about setting free all the people they have on, uh, you know, possession of one joint. 
uh, essentially, is what they're talking about. Uh, They've been struggling with this for a long time because they don't want to be soft on one joint. Right. But now, because they can be uh, save money, which apparently registers in voters' minds. It does now. Yeah. They might actually release so depressing. some people that have been in prison for a long time for, say, stealing a donut or... Yeah, so depressing. Yeah. Smoking a little I mean, weed. the cost of... The cost... Now, current cost in the state of California to incarcerate somebody... This was four years ago. It was $20,000... I think it was $22,000, $21,000 a year to incarcerate a person, average, yeah. in, a, in a California jail. And it, and it's gone. I'm sure it's gone up. And now, as the prison population ages, so many of these people are in for extended sentencing now. Yeah. They're in jail in their 40s and 50s and into their 60s now. That the cost goes way up. It goes to forty, fifty thousand dollars a year because of medical expenses. Where, where can I pick up pajama TV? You know, what I, I mean? heard about what is that? Yeah. yeah, I have no idea where I can pick up pajama. I guess it's an online. I deal. heard about this. Go ahead. You're going to tell me something. Joe the plumber. Oh, is, that's is, right. He's the war correspondent that's right. for in the in the uh, Israeli some right wing. It's uh, some Gaza Strip yeah, some, war conflict for pajama TV. It's some do it yourself right winger yeah. guy. What what he said, yeah. Joe Plummer said yeah, in this interview. He's a real journalist. Yeah, a real journalist. First of all, he just he couldn't really come up with a question to ask the people that was he over he was in Israel or something? Right? Yeah, in Israel, looking at bomb fragments. But then he said, they came up with a nugget anyway. He said, I think media should be abolished from reporting on the war. Yeah. On war in general. Yeah. What are these what are these reporters doing here? Yeah. Yeah, he said cuz all they're going to do is give away uh, military secrets mm-hmm. and uh, and muck it up for the people yeah, who are trying like, to run like the war. Yeah, going to war illegally. Yeah, yeah that wh- kind of stuff. <laughs> why do you want to know that? Uh, again, here's a shining example of why why you should let these people have their 15 minutes. Hey, let them have 20 minutes of fame because inevitably they say things, they do things. Inevitably they become president. They yeah, they reveal yeah. themselves to be idiots. Hustler, He's an idiot. Hustler. Publisher Larry Flint and Girls Gone Wild CEO Joe Francis said they will request that Congress allocate $5 billion for a bailout of the porn industry. Adult entertainment, we yeah. like to call it. Yeah. Adult entertainment yeah, we industry. Do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, you know, because what? Because it, it boosts our morale and we need to be, uh, we need to have our morale boosted. Is that the, is that the rationale? Seriously. Because I, 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 I don't, I know it's right. We have to be careful with that or whatever you word you're going to use is going to be. Uh, but you're going to take wrong. Whatever yeah, I, word yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, is that why? Is that the rationale? Because we're, you know, we need to keep our spirits up mm-hmm. to fortify the backbone of our yeah. entertainment industry. industry. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. God bless him for that. <clears throat> I haven't cut back, so you know. That's good. Yeah. Good to hear. Yeah. I'm, I'm and supporting finally, the economy. And finally, Marion Robinson. President-elect Barack Obama's 71-year-old mother-in-law announced she will be moving into the White House. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit NathanCallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.